The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. So welcome back, everyone. We're back here with Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living, and we've had an amazing discussion about the whole assisted living concept and transitioning into assisted living. But I wanted to spend, Kelly, a little time on medication management because I don't don't think most of us know specifically, number one, what does that mean and why is this such a big deal? So, Well, let's talk about, first mm -hmm. of all, why it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal because as we get a little bit older, sometimes we can be a little forgetful. Mm -hmm. And what that can mean is your doctors prescribe medications Mm -hmm. for a reason. Right. We maybe have a little high cholesterol or blood pressure issues. Mm -hmm. Maybe we take something because we have a bad back and we take pain medication. Mm -hmm. There's a hundred different reasons why people take medication. If you have the early onset of dementia, your doctor may have you on different medications Mm -hmm. um, to kind of help with that transition. Mm -hmm. If you take too much, if you take too little... The medication can either cause damage Mm -hmm. or it can be ineffective. Or an antidepressant. That's a whole other piece. Your antidepressants and certain medications for seizures, Mm -hmm. certain medications for pain, certain things that doctors give you, if you don't take them on a regular basis, they become ineffective. Right. Right? Right. You can't just take them when you feel like it. You can't take them regularly or they don't work. Um, Also, with like certain medications, blood pressure medications, for example, any doctor will tell you this. You can't take them three times a day if you're supposed to take them once a day. Right. So then you wind up with somebody in the hospital because they've fallen on the floor because their blood pressure went nuts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You you know, uh, diabetics, for example, you can't mess with that kind of medication. It can throw you for a loop. It could actually cause your death. Mm -hmm. So with medications, you have to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I've seen kids come over and go, I just filled up mom's Medi-Set for the week. She's fine. Okay, good. Are you making sure that she's actually taking them every day? There's there's consequences Mm -hmm. for medication not being taken on time. Now, if mom remembers to take them every day, then good. But if you're calling her four times a day and she's still not taking her medications and we still have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, when people move into assisted living and one of the nurses assessment questions is, is definitely about medication. Mm-hmm. We've had people move in that have absolutely no assisted living needs, but they one of the things they're do doing that. is medication. Well, and I think Kelly, one of the things that um, when we talk about it is everybody thinks that they can do their own medication. I remember my mother had a steno pad. And she'd put a hash mark every time she took her medication. Right. Well, then all of a sudden one day I got a call and it was her, her, the hospital, local hospital. Well, your mom over, overdosed on her medication. Ouch. And I was going like, I, well, I just forgot to take the hash, put the hash mark in. Well, that's the whole reason why mom, you're forgetful. What makes you think you're not going to forget that too? Right. And those are the kind of things that when we look at, you know, I'm, I'm bet I take a medication before I go to bed every night. I know for me, <laughs> I like, sometimes I'll go to bed and I'll think to myself, did I take my medication? And it, yes, I finally, you know, no, I did. But right. you know, there's certain amount of feeling that, you know, those things, if you're on, if mom or dad are on several different medications, which they definitely could be. Yep. Those are some things, obviously, that can get mixed up. You can 
forget which pill is which. <laughs> That's gone, a whole thing. We've gone in and done assessments in people's homes mm-hmm. where they've had 25 medication mm-hmm. containers on a, on a desk. And you walk up to them and you go, okay, what's this one for? Oh, I don't know. No. And then you look at the dates on them. Well, gee, that's neat. This expired in 2016. Why is it still sitting here? Because people don't throw things away. They no. don't go through the medications. The kids don't touch them. No. And we've got a problem. Why do we have expired medications sitting out? See, it's mm. things like that. Yeah. Why, if we've got grandchildren around, do we have narcotics sitting out? Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't make any sense to me. No medication should be in reach of a child. No. What about hospice patients? I actually had a hospice nurse come and tell me one time that she just about freaked out because family thought they could cut a fentanyl patch. Well, congratulations. You almost wiped out the entire family. So because they didn't read the instructions. No, you can't. You got to fold it and you got to know how to handle it. I don't think they even use them anymore. But what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is people, people don't always pay attention to medications. So if you're not trained, Mm -hmm. you're not going to take the time to read them. Mm -hmm. When it comes to your parents or even yourself, Mm -hmm. you got to slow down and pay attention. When you go to your mom and dad's, if they've got medications sitting out, take a minute and read them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they expired? Right. What's going on? Why do mom and dad have expired medications? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we know how to expo- uh, how to get rid of those medications? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to take care of them? Um, and again, are mom and dad taking medications that the doctors are no longer asking them to take? Right. That's a big right. concern. Well, and I want to go one step further with this because, Kelly, when I was taking care of my mom, they were giving her every medication, every pill. She wore a fentanyl patch. She was taking Tylenol on top of it. I'm flipping out because I'm thinking she's on way too many drugs. Right. Somebody needed to sit me down and say, Suzanne, she is on a palliative care program. Now, that is a classification in life that it's not hospice. They're not right. imminently it's dying. It's different, yeah. But palliative care is about comfort. Right. It means that you're not going to get any better, you know, but this is about doing what you can to stay comfortable. Mm-hmm. And there's, these are different classifications that your care, care team understands you bet. specifically. We've had the privilege of working with like Evergreen, uh, Providence, mm-hmm. uh, their palliative care staff that, right. that, that do a lot of education around this. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're able to educate families and and get them in front of the right people that can teach them what's really going on here. Yeah. Yeah. And really to understand the whole palliative care process means that they're going to be on more medications, likely. If if it's about comfort. Yeah. Yes. Of course. And and to not flip out because I was like thinking, how do I get her off all this stuff? This is what was in my mind, right? Well, of course. Because I was thinking this is not good for her. Of course. If I had, back in the day, if I had had somebody sit me down and say, Suzanne, this is the classification of treatment that your mother is in. If I had that knowledge, I would have had many less sleepless nights than I did because, you know, but I think we as families forget our, you know, providers now that I'm on sits on this side, we forget how little families understand about this process. Well, But you also have to remember, too, Mm -hmm. what, what also is happening, Suzanne? They're also going through a mourning process. Yes. Mom's just been diagnosed with cancer. But it's Very not true. it's not hospice yet. Now they're mm-hmm. talking palliative care. Right. So a longer period of time, and here's what they're going to do for you, and all you heard was cancer. Yeah. 
All you heard is I'm probably going to lose my mom, and you're not thinking straight anyway. Right. So you got to keep that in mind when we're working with families. You have to remember mm-hmm. too, we got to we got to provide some love and care for them right. too because right. they're suffering. Right. They're not going to hear a lot of what's going on, so we have to retain some of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that we can help them get through this. Well, because and emotions can. Get us off track with medications. Amen. And if you think that we're not paying attention, <laughs> what do you think's happening for mom who just found out she's sick? Yeah. So, again, it's about paying attention. And that's why we've carved out just medication management. Because sometimes people don't need a whole list of, of things for an assisted living level. No. All they need is just medication management. Right. And the, one of the mistakes sometimes families make is mom moves into assisted living She's got some socialization. She's getting three square meals a day. Somebody's coming in and cleaning her apartment. So she doesn't need the medication. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the medications management's doing really well. She's getting better. I'm going to take her home. (laughs) No, honey. There's a reason she's doing better. Leave her alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Take her home and their medication gets mixed up. Um, And you do have medication mix-ups. I got to tell you right now, that's that's one of the number one reasons people of a certain age wind up back in the hospital Mm -hmm, is because their medications get mixed up. Or or a doctor prescribes something and the pharmacist misses it somehow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I always tell families, when the doctor gives your mom a new medication, when you go pick it up at the pharmacy, take a minute and talk to that pharmacist. Very true. Based on all of the other medications she takes, what are the possible side effects? Well, and I think the other piece of it, and this is something, again, where your care staff is so skilled at. Mom may have a doctor in Providence and another doctor that's attached to Swedish and another doctor that's attached to Evergreen, and they're not talking to each other. I can't not tell you how many times my <laughs> nurse has gotten a medication list and said, uh-uh. Exactly. And made a phone call yeah. and said, what are you guys doing? Now, it doesn't happen all the time. I don't no. want to scare the stink out of your listeners and think, oh, good Lord, what's happening out there? But when you've got you know, 800 residents you take care of and it's that happened twice in a year, that tell us that's twice too many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm grateful that our folks pay attention to that. Yes, absolutely. Um, but they do. You know, yeah. they're, they're like, wait a minute. Why, why, did, why are they giving them this mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this? So my nurse will make yeah. a phone call because they, they at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we want to work with those families to make sure that those residents are getting right. proper doses, proper medications. Right. right. And, you know, before we finish the segment, I am just going to throw out a little piece of advice to our listeners. Um, if your parent is in assisted living, you should always have a list, current list of their medications. Amen. And I always kept that in an envelope with my power of attorney. And I kept it in the flap of the back seat or the front seat of my driver's seat right there so that if I had to go to the hospital, if I had to go take my mother to a doctor appointment, anything, that listing was right there with that document. And you can get that mm-hmm. from the assisted mm-hmm. living community, um, the nursing department where she lives. I yep. had it set up that whenever there was a medication change, they automatically had it, gave it to me. Another thing, just one thing mm-hmm. I would add, mm-hmm. they also have something called a face sheet at the assisted ah, living community. Yes. Also get a copy of that. Perfect. Um, and have that in that, that because that you'll forget when they ask you, mm-hmm. who's what? her primary doctor? What's her insurance yeah. company? If she's in a stressful situation, you're going to forget all that. Absolutely. Have it with you as well. Absolutely. That's a great idea. So the point is, everyone, have those little, you know, keep up to date with your loved one of what is it that they're on and what is the dosage, which is really important too. You bet. Because you never know. So in, and in that case, just know that when you're in assisted living, 
It's about improving quality of life. Amen. And so the next segment, we're going to talk about specifically health care for dementia and Alzheimer's, which you guys are the experts on. Uh, seven locations, <laughs> cottages. and so, Soon to be nine. I'm yeah, my gosh, that's so amazing. So anyway, Kelly will be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.